Welcome to episode number 115, Comfort Zone. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose. What up? Heck. You, you. And Gabe, uh, Comfort Zone. In this episode, the crew talks about their comfort level gauge and the results derived from it. We cover topics that range from contentment, happiness, goal attainment, complacency, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Dan Stevens and Neil Donald Walsh. Guys, if you're new, thank you for listening. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off with a definition from dictionary.com. We define the word comfort. It is defined as relief in affliction, consolation, solace, a feeling of relief or consolation, a state of ease and satisfaction of bodily wants with freedom from pain and anxiety. Um. All right, cool. So I I pulled up a uh, the the definition through uh, Wikipedia just because I found it as interesting um, how they defined comfort zone. So Wikipedia defines comfort zone as a psychological state in which things feel familiar to a person and they are at ease and in control of their environment, experiencing low levels of anxiety and stress. In this zone, a steady level of performance is possible. I love that definition way better than uh-huh. like comfort. Just yeah. like just comfort. So comfort zone is obviously what we're talking about. So I feel like they nailed it. Um, a behavior state where a person operates in an anxiety neutral position. Um, Brown describes it as where our uncertainty, scarcity, and vulnerability are minimized. Where we're where we believe we'll have access to enough love, food, talent, time, admiration. Where we feel we have some control. All right, so that's how they defined um, comfort zone. So what I found particularly interesting in this, to the right of that definition of comfort zone on Wikipedia.com, they have an image of three circles. The center circle states it's yellow and it states comfort zone. The circle out, a bigger circle outside of that that engulfs the smaller circles in green, titled optimal performance zone. And then the third outer layer slash circle is in red um, and they have it as danger zone. And this, you know, coincides with what they, you know, explain as performance management. Stepping out of a comfort zone raises anxiety and generates a stress response. The results is an enhanced level of concentration and focus. White, 2009, refers to the optimal performance zone in which performance can be enhanced by some of stress and Yerkes reported anxiety improves performance until a certain optimum level of arousal has been reached. Beyond that point, performance deteriorates as higher levels of anxiety are attained. Beyond the optimum performance zone lies the danger zone in which performance declines rapidly under the influence of greater anxiety. However, stress in general can have an adverse effect on decision making fewer alternatives are tried out and more familiar strategies are used even if they are not helpful anymore optimal performance management requires maximizing time in an optimum performance zone um 
I know, I know that got like crazy technical, but did that make sense? I thought it was cool how they broke that portion down. Yeah. Uh, when I was thinking about comfort zone and your comfort level and whatever our gauges and stepping out of that, yeah. I did not put you know put together or add in the thought of quote danger zone or optimal, um, uh, what they call is optimal performance zone. Um, all right, so uh, what is your comfort level gauge like slash your comfort zone? Um, for you guys, you embrace challenges or are you a very cautious person? I'll say for, for me, like my, I guess, discomfort comes yeah. from, is more, I guess, socially driven for the most part. Yeah. Because like, I don't like doing certain things by myself and some of thing, but it's a weird mixture of like, if you ask me to do something that I part, probably personally wouldn't do myself... I'd more likely do it because you asked me to do it. Right. Which is a weird, I don't know what you want to call it, dichotomy in terms of my own personal comfort level, but I'll kind of go beyond that for other people, even though I wouldn't necessarily do it for myself. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. Weird, it's, yeah. It's a weird mixture of that. Yeah. So is it more of a challenge that you accept it as? Some, I don't know. I, I don't know what gives, I guess, quote unquote, gives me like, that little the boost of like it, motivation. Yeah. I guess for the fact I'm doing it for somebody else is more of motivation than me doing it for myself, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, is yeah. A, a weird yeah, opposite yeah. way of, of that most people will probably generally do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think, well, first of all, I obviously we all have gauges, but it's like, you know, um, sometimes I feel like some people's like risk level, you know, is broken where compared to okay so like me versus my wife i take more risks in life sure. so my, i would say my comfort zone or my comfort level gauge is a much more wider yeah it's yeah. a much more wider range than my wife um which is good because we balance each other out like if we yeah. both had like smashed in risk levels or whatever like just yeah. had no gauge yeah. and just couldn't you know hone it in so to speak yeah. i bring i feel like i bring more out of her and she kind of like brings me back from yeah. like floating away so to speak i don't know if i embrace challenges i guess i do yeah yeah i guess i do um it just i guess the word embrace sounds weird but yeah you like you take on challenges sure. I, I definitely take on challenges or whatever um but when it comes to embracing am i welcoming welcoming them i guess i am by the decisions i'm making yeah depending on what that is is it necessary to break out of your comfort zone i would think kind of based on that little diagram there is like at least with wikipedia yes for at least a little bit like you have to be in that the green zone which is the, the optimal thing which is like you're right. outside of your comfort zone even a little bit because obviously if you go too far out then it becomes a disaster right for the most part but um <laughs> it's all wild right I mean, <laughs> yeah sometimes you you get so comfortable you're scared to step out of that comfort zone when you when you actually step in the comfort zone you do find things that are actually comfortable to you you're just scared to like Give it that first shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, the first thing I think of is like when I went first went to Temple University. So when I was at, we grew up in Bristol Borough, went to Bristol High. Um, it's like a small town, small school, and I was very comfortable, you know, what I was doing. And all I could think of was like, dude, I'm going to walk into, you know, like this big city, you know, big dreams, um, this whole thing. I'm, I'm going to get eaten alive. Um, and I remember had there was like some like level of resistance there that sure. I had. I'm yeah. like. I know I had to do it, but I'm like, th didn't make it like fun at first. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. oh crap, because I'm, uh, you're you're doing something that it's like the, it's Complete. what it is. I think yeah. is the unknown. Yeah. So then, when right. there's the unknown, that draws in some level of fear. So then you naturally retract, like yeah. you go back, and you start overthinking like the do, worst stuff possible. Yeah, and then you start you, 
Yeah, you start going to whatever's you know comfortable to you. I'm like, I don't need, you know. I got to a point where it's, I don't need to go you know go to college. I can do X, Y, and Z, and I'll yeah. be fine. And even if any of that was true, that was BS when it came to me though. Sure, right? That wasn't because, you. Yeah, that wasn't me. That was I knew that wasn't my path. I knew I needed to go to school for me, not mm-hmm. because no right. crap. I didn't technically have to go to school, and I, I would be fine. But it was more like for me that was what my path was going to be regardless. Mm. And I knew that I was just saying stuff just to like, out of, you know, fear, I think. Sure. You were comforting yourself at that point. Yeah. Just saying it. For sure. I mean, I was like, when I first started working where I'm at now, um, obviously I'm desktop support. So it was, it was super uncomfortable. Just, all right. So somebody puts in a ticket, says their mouse is not working. So it's mm. like, it's weird and, and awkward to say like, just to walk up to somebody, they're not expecting you. They're not yeah. expecting like a specific time. You just get the ticket, you work on it, and you go off to their desk, and it's like uncomfortable to be just like stand there and like. Uh, I, at first, I was going like this, knocking on their desk. I'm like, "Hey, desktop," yeah. like all like bashful yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And now I'm in my comfort zone. I'm like, "Hey, I'm here. What's sure. uh, you know, what's going on? What what can I do for you? What, you know, what IT's happened? here. Yeah. So okay. it's. So I mean, that I in the beginning I was like shy sure. and bashful about it, and, and it was extremely uncomfortable because you walk into personal space. Yeah, I didn't know how they would react if someone was like behind them. You know what I mean? Like sure. I didn't want to scare them, and I just started or thinking in my head. I'm like, dude, what the? I did that to that's a lesser degree. I was I worked in the computer lab at school in high school, and it was the same thing. Like they call oh, my computer doesn't work, whatever. But it's like then at the same time you go there to fix, it and then like they're sitting there staring at it, like if you do something wrong, and they make it more <laughs> awkward. It's just like all right. um... You're working on their machine. They're just like staring at you, like, and you're like, "Oh, I hope I'm like." You're thinking back, I'm uh, hoping I'm, I'm hoping I'm fixing this correctly. Yeah, make sure you're not ruining something else. Meanwhile, they're the ones that broke it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like all of us, to you know, to some degree. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, so, with every job, you're 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 being watched. Yeah, on yeah some level, you have to quote perform. I mean, Goose. I mean, you're one of them. Who's <laughs> literally oh, like yeah. you have people waiting, watching, nitpicking. Um, obviously, and, being a barber and expect you to make them look good. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely uh, some. No, just working in a barbershop kind of opened me up. So it sure. was definitely put me out of like put me into a comfort like in a zone that I didn't feel comfortable in. Yeah. So it's like yeah, now you're you have no choice but to interact with people. Yeah, it's like being thrown on stage. You're like, all right, now do your thing. Perform. Yeah. So I would just <laughs> cut hair, but I'm like, dude, I'm really like performing in a sense everyone's watching me yeah. they're seeing how good i am because sure. if i if i mess this haircut that's in the chair the next person's not gonna jump in my chair yeah exactly so it's, it's like uh so i'm obviously my yeah my first i would say six months was pretty hard and then you get to know the people they kind of yep. regularly come but yeah that was like <laughs> that was definitely like and then getting to know the people makes it a little more comfortable too because yes like, you know you yeah, converse yeah, yeah, with yeah, them yeah. and stuff yeah yeah but even though if you know who they are like i can be cutting you in the chair some stranger sitting there staring at me like that's uncomfortable yeah. yeah 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 i mean i feel like again just going back to the it's a performance thing it's am i living up to this person's expectations sure. how right. funny that sounds but that's really what it is yeah you know what i mean because if you didn't care it that wouldn't even cross your mind which i i don't believe anyone who says they that doesn't cross their mind sure uh, just because no. I feel like that's such like a natural um, yeah. Everyone watches what that. people. Everyone has some sort of fear of what other people are thinking and doing or like saying about them. Right. So can we truly be happy in life without getting uncomfortable? I believe there's people out there that are happy and they're just happy comfortably doing what they normally do, like yeah. without getting out of that spot. 
like living their life day by day without getting out of that zone. Doing their but is that comfort or just like contentment? That, I, I think that's right. just I think they're just settling content and just. It might. It might I mean, it might be com- same or a combination of. Yeah, a combination of. Um, it that like that question just reminds me of like the typical. I, I'm not saying people win the lottery do this, but people think winning the lottery would be like. Sure. Yeah. Is like okay. I have regardless of what the amount is. In their mind, I have enough money to not quote work anymore, and every day will basically just be Groundhog Day, like this yeah, routine yeah. Oh, yeah. that you just do day in and day out. I feel like anyone who thinks—not everyone, but I'm saying the majority of people who think about winning the lottery—that they would get into just this bland routine. Like I don't have to yeah. worry about anything. I'm worry-free, right? You don't have, yeah. You don't have to work for anything anymore. Yeah, and, eleven o'clock. The Price is Right comes on. I can just go and wake up and eat when I want, what I want. You know that thing. <laughs> when what's funny right. is there's so many <laughs> things yeah. to life outside of that. The sure. problem with that thought process is that quote comfort level, and which I don't think anyone could stay there. I feel like you could stay there for a certain time because life does doesn't operate that way. So sure. you're com- you, I I do believe you can be comfortable for like six months to a year, but something things something happen in between yeah like you someone passes away sure right something yeah. happens dramatic to the economy right stuff that's out of our control yeah. happens that's just yeah. life regardless of how much you think you would have control of yeah life is still happens and you're going to be uncomfortable so sure. i feel like regardless right. it's not that would never happen but i do feel like and i feel like we've all experienced this there, there is periods like you could think back in periods. I, I was definitely like on cruise control kind of thing. Oh, sure. yeah. Like just going Absolutely. through the motions, not doing anything crazy, not doing anything additional, just trying to just get by for whatever your reason was at that yeah, point. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it could have could have been because you just got beat the heck up from the you know sure. the segment before that, right? Um, it, you you don't know. It was, it was kind of like I had we I've had like this really crazy. Uh, just busyness for the last like this whole entire year but specifically like this past week it's just been crazy sure. nuts uh-huh. and i woke up like today just thinking like dude i i, I don't even know like i can physically get up but like mentally i don't want to get up yeah. it has nothing to do yeah, with yeah. life it just yeah, has to do sure. like dude i am so yeah, that- like i felt i had a sore throat my head was pounding <laughs> i'm like dude what is going on and i went to like bed at a decent time it wasn't even like i stayed up late or anything yeah. It was just like this strain and everything kind of caught up to me. But then once I got out, I was like, boom, I went back to my thing, went yeah, back yeah. into my normal grind, and today was a productive day again. Regardless, it was supposed to be like a rest day, um, but still, you know, things have to get done. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. And even going through that, a day off I where I wasn't, quote, technically working, I still had to get out of my comfort zone and just getting up and doing something. Yeah. I was comfortable, Yeah. right? And then I'm like, I didn't want to really cut the grass today like sure. i didn't want to like drive down into the next town over to pick up all this stuff that i left at you know the barber shop like i didn't want technically why do i wish i could snap my fingers and it appear in my garage yeah, yeah. absolutely and my grass is cut sure but i have to do it like you just have to do things like things have to get done or no yeah. one's going to do it and right. it's that pain that i am avoiding of sure. it not being done then rather it's like well it's going to be up to me anyway, so I might as well just do it now. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Um, progress breeds happiness. Do you agree? And with progress, is there discomfort? Because, I mean, most like if you're progressing with something, you're doing something even at least slightly different than what you normally do. Right. 
So you have to. So whether it, it's like one in the, the extent of it is, I guess, varies depending on what you're sure. doing. But sure, there's some discomfort in, in almost anything you're you're doing because not everything go like we always say nothing goes exactly how you plan it to like, do. So right. So you have to deal with like the little odds and ends of that anyway. Yeah, it, it's like like me with the barbershop. I was working for someone, and then I was going to open up my own shop, which would be progress in my career. But it was like I was uncomfortable. It was like nerve wracking. I didn't know. I never owned a business before. I knew I had ideas and stuff. But then when I actually did it, it was like I was ex- I was actually like happy that I did it. Um, yeah, I, discomfort can bring happiness. Or at least it elevates it. Than what you currently yeah. have now, so like it brings an extra added level of it. You realize, oh, I can do something that I didn't realize I could do yeah. before. Yeah, the final yeah. result of it. Yeah, I always think of like someone who's like in rehab, um, or like just like in some like crazy freak accident or something, mm-hmm. and they go from like not paral. I wouldn't say to the extreme of like being paralyzed or anything, but they can't walk. Sure, and they have to like yeah. go through rehab, or, like, physical therapy over. to go back. Yeah, go yeah. through those Learn motions kind again. Of the being normal, yeah. right? And like that physical vision of someone progressing through discomfort. Sure, yeah. but right. then again, I'm sure they're like elated as hell when they sit back in that bed and mm. to rest for the next day. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like yeah, there yeah. has to be some like, and I think that that's with all of us to some extent. Maybe not even that physical thing, but. Progression just tells you when you're progressing, you're doing something towards something that you want. want. Yeah. So that in itself is going to draw in happiness. I mean, sure. there's going to be the pain. We go back to the, you know, the classic example of working out at the gym where you're, where you're, you know, working out and you know you have this pain even while you're doing the workout, but you know in the back of your mind it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then the next day, even though you're in pain, you're like, I know there's growth. I know there's something happening. Yeah. I did something right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for for whatever reason, the physical physicality part is much easier to accept and then you know and go through than the emotional. Sure. I feel like so if we're going through a specific pain, I'm not sitting there like saying, "Oh, good, good, good. I'm happy. I'm going through that emotional yeah, pain yeah. right now." Cause <laughs> even though I know it's going to, it's just going to make me stronger. Sure. It's just not as easier. It's not as easy as when we do the physical. Sure. Right. Yeah. Well, because obviously physical is more quantifiable. Oh, I'm going to build more muscle as opposed to right. I'm going to heal, you know, emotional scars or whatever you call it. Right. Uh, but yeah, but I, I mean, in the same way, it's the same thing. Like you're sure. building your muscles, your emotional muscles. But that's a lot harder to yeah. visualize, right? Um. So when is comfort good? I think it kind of goes back to what you, the example you were kind of giving, of like getting, like you're doing something different, but you're going back to like what you know as as normal, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Kind of, or just kind of ease back, so you can kind of take a look back and reflect on the progress yeah. you've been making. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know this is like one of the things I read. It, it might come up later, but it was one of those things like retracting back to what your comfort zone is for purposes of that growth. And even though that sounds like complete opposite of what we're saying, sure. but it, it's kind of like this whole Wikipedia definition of uh, optimal performance zone versus danger zone. Like if you go too far out from your comfort zone, now you're – yes, you're walking into the unknown – but you can walk as far as you're beyond unknown and you could obliterate everything, like yeah. just ruin everything. Yeah. Whereas if you step back into your comfort zone, at least you can go back and assess, yeah. okay, now I stretched my comfort zone. Now my circle of my comfort zone is a little bit wider now yes. because I'm familiar with that. As opposed to going too far beyond, like I'm never doing that again. Yeah, there's no, yeah, you go to a point of no return <laughs> is what they say. It's like, I'm, yeah. I'm not going back now. I mean, like it's too late. Keep going. Yeah, it's like crossing a bridge and burning it behind you. Like, well, you're not going back now, so you yeah. have to keep um, 
So now the rest of your journey is uncomfortable because sure. there's nothing that you yeah. know. There's nothing to fall back on. Right. Um, yeah. So do you guys think, can you attain your goals by being comfortable? Just by some degree, but probably it would take a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of invest, like uh, like our investment money slash or like retirement money. Sure. Like if you have money going into a 401k off like your basic job or something like that, and they're just taking out a percentage out of your small, check yeah. every day. That's a very comfortable thing because you're comfortable still with what you're, you know, you're getting in yeah. your paycheck, and you could still go through life. Um, but you could also still attain a goal, yeah, a financial yeah. goal, at the end of sure. whatever the forty years, thirty years, twenty years, whatever you're, you know, you set out to do with your financial advisor. So I feel like there, it there can be a comfort thing. It's kind of like what you say, but can you reach that goal faster by getting uncomfortable through different kinds of uh, aggressive? investments yes oh absolutely right so now i'm completely uncomfortable i'm completely on fire my bank you know my bank account's on fire i'm on fire you know everything's a blazing right but it's crazy chaotic that this is nuts there's nothing comfortable about it because it's all new it's Mm. all right and it's happening so fast right and the thrill i don't know if you would call it thrill or you know the emotional roller coaster that you go through. Whether this can either be really good or the investment can go really bad, sure, right? Um, or do nothing and not perform, and you're just like that's almost just as bad. Yeah, yeah, sitting stagnant is just. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because now, you know, you're you're everything's through the roof. It's such yeah. like it is. It's like a roller coaster ride. Whereas if you knew you're throwing a, a certain percentage, whatever it was, ten percent out of every you know pay to your you know retirement investments mm. then you you know what's going out you know you could still hopefully at one point like you know you could still pay the bills at home yeah, yeah. and all this other stuff and get through yeah you can't put 100 percent on there right but if you go all in on an aggressive investment and like dude this idea could flop or be the best yeah. thing ever right yeah it's a chance you gotta take uh, it's like borderline like yeah. that gamble um and i think that's right why, why people gamble like it's that cheap thrill the, that you the can get, that, yeah. That you can, yeah. You can win big, but you can lose everything too. This right. Time. It's that instant, you know. I won it yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of thing. Kind of switching things up here with dad life stuff. How do you help your kids break out of their comfort zones and provide example if possible? Um, I know Nova. At one point, Nova was shy. I guess when she was younger, because she's not shy now. But when we first I used to make fun of her. I used to call her the, uh, the preschool dropout because she went to preschool for one day and she didn't like it. <laughs> and I was like, and I, so we started explaining it to her. Like, and it was, I guess, being around so many kids all at one shot that was made it uncomfortable for her. It was like, yeah. So now, right. And then within, I think within that same week, Jess, my wife took her to dance and she went to dance, but it was only comfortable because Bella was able to stay for that first day in the classroom. So then the second time around, they took her and she didn't want to stay because she wasn't comfortable with everything. Now, two years later, she's right now with her little cousin, Layla, which is Manny's daughter, doing gymnastics. And they just go out there and they're having a ball at it. So she's definitely like gotten out of her comfort zone. Like We explained sure. it to her and stuff. And I think she feels a little more comfortable now with uh, Layla being there with her. You know, So she's got like someone to team up with her. <coughs> but I mean, but like... At home, she's not uncomfortable. She's always rowdy. I mean, at daycare, she broke out of that. So she's mm. kind of in a comfort zone like when she's at daycare now. Yeah, I think um, 
like James, I remember like just walking him into his this year, walking up to his like first soccer practice, and we're all standing around, and it's a bunch of people he doesn't know. It's a sport that we had him signed up when he was like eighteen months. So you're talking like two and a half years ago, uh, and at eighteen months, you're not yeah. going to remember. <laughs> Most people wouldn't anyway, but. Um, so I remember the coach called everyone, like all the new players, into the you know middle of the field, bring your ball, um, kind of like an intro thing. And James is looking back at me, he's like, "I ain't going there, like without you." Like he was grabbing my hand. Oh yeah, yeah. And then no, no, like this, this is your practice or whatever. I'm like, just go, just you know, give it a whirl, kind of, kind of thing. And he was like hesitant at first. He looked at me, looked at the ball, and just like kicked the ball into the circle and just like slowly walked in. So now where there's like, all right, everyone line up. James running to the line, like saying hi to everybody. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's the unfamiliar um, that I, I just don't know how you can ever get comfortable with that things. I think there's a level of like you embrace so much change. Or you're like, all right, what it is, what yeah. it is. Kind of, you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of that happens like when you go to like social events, like sure. when you go to networking events and yeah. you're just meeting new people. It is weird, but at, there does come to a point where you just got to wing it. Like sure. overthinking it is also not helping either. And that's sure. drawing that fake, fake scenarios in your head because it's yeah. not a reality. Yeah. You just yeah. made that up in your head. Oh, what if no one likes me? What if no one talks to me? What if I have nothing to talk about? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all and stuff you made up in your try. head. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think that's all that is. And then he James retracted in a sense where he came back and start and like talked about it like mm. to us, saying that it was different, you know, mentioned had made a couple comments about a couple of the kids or whatever, but he's just like you could see how his little brain's like analyzing and working through yeah. this whole new discomfort. And for him, for me, it was watching him get comfortable with it through his ex- explanations. Yeah. Okay. Right. So yeah. he's making it okay he's almost. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, he, he's kind of cool. Like, <laughs> he had the same spikes as me, and then whatever. Like, She's talk- the same height as me. Like, just little kid things yeah. that talked himself yeah. into it. Yeah, he talked himself. Like, I wasn't. I was just listening. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that's observing good. that he's not the outsider. He's he has some. He was finding with some level kind of justifying it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And then obviously, like that, that was honestly, that was literally the first practice. And not even the whole practice. That was like the first half of the first practice. Uh, and then after that, he was just, you know, running around like a madman and whatever the coach was saying. Normal was, stuff that yeah. he does. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's tough because th- there's a lot of things that happens, you, you know, with your kids, with our kids, us being kids, whatever it is, um, with change. And you're going yeah. to have to, regardless, get out of your comfort zone. When someone goes to a different school, yeah, when, when you go to elementary school to, middle school or high school whatever the case may be i mean heck i mean you know you're explaining a story where you know bella taking a test for scholarships clearly she was not comfortable in this whole situation (laughs) i mean in a good way not comfortable yeah she was just anxious and uncomfortable because she didn't know what to expect right yeah and that's what same thing with ava she just went from middle or from elementary school to middle school she's going into sixth grade so a couple weeks ago they just had sixth grade orientation so she jumps on. She's getting ready to jump on the bus. She's like, "Dad, but I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to open up a locker." I'm like, "This is what everyone that's going to be here today. They're all sixth graders, and they're all lost. They don't know same where to questions. go. Yeah, yeah, they don't know what to do. They're asking the same questions." I'm like, "You'll just follow a couple of your friends. You'll you'll get once you get there, you'll see how it is, and you'll just get comfortable with it." Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, in the sense like that, you just got to motivate them and be like, just yeah. ensure them, and it's gonna be okay. You are gonna like it. 
Right. Everybody's in the same situation. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not the only one. Yeah. It's funny how easy it is for us to do that versus us going. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 We change jobs or something. Yeah, but oh it's, my God. it's really, <laughs> we've experienced that though. You sure. know what I mean? So it's like sure. Um, but that is funny. Yeah. The you know like the reverse side of that. Like oh, nobody's gonna like me in my new job. Yeah. Or is this? I always just I always say in my head like, is this a good fit? Sure. Like, am I a good fit for them, and and are they a good fit for me? Yeah. That, yeah. I think that's where most of my because I feel like I can get along with most people and I can figure it out. Sure. Yeah. But what freaks me out is like, the did I people? make the right decision? Yeah. 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 Did they make the right decision? Am I gonna live up to their expectations? Right. Are they gonna live up to what the heck I made up in my head about them? Yeah. Because yeah. you know, especially <laughs> with that whole process. By the time, from the time you go, you know, from, you know, interview to like actual start date, if you got hired, there's so much things that passed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So much oh, time. You, so you build up all these, you know. What ifs. Yeah. What ifs in your mind. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things where you quote embrace getting out of your comfort zone, but mm. it, it's just kind of like, oh no, did I make the right choice? Should yeah. I be doing this right now? Hmm. Um, and I think that's all natural to who we are as a species sure. for right. a protection kind of, you know, trigger, you know, in us naturally. But um, it's funny seeing it pan out on like everyday scenarios. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So does complacency occur when we are too comfortable? That kind of reminds me of always like, you know, when people say like, oh, um, he's stuck in his ways type thing. Yeah. Was like, yeah, you like you don't want to try anything different because... I know what I I know what I like and I, I'm not gonna try anything different. Right. That's what I think that that kind of correlates, at least in my head. Yeah. That, that type of situation. There's like a like a when, when you say so, when you give that example, there's like a high level of arrogance there too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, just to think, to think, my opinion on you know any given subject is the utmost, most you know correct one. Sure. At all times. Forever. Exactly. That's like that's a level that's of confidence. confidence people say stuff. I'm sure. like, okay, no. I mean, you, yeah. Of course, there's a right and a wrong, yeah. right? But there's a lot of gray areas too. Sure. I mean, like right. you just said that, like you're so confident, like that would never change ever again. Like the world's not changing around. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, like, yeah. I don't understand how you can be with that level of like. That's not even confidence. That's, but that's arrogance. Like, but then the question was like, all right, let me hear what you got to say then, because now you want to hear it to see what the how heck, you justify how, yeah how situation. you justify this situation yeah. now. Because my like, mom told me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel uh, like my the first people, teacher told me that the people who say things like that have like the least yeah evidence as to why their opinion is that sure. factual. Like they're saying yeah. it like they're gonna write a history book about it the next day. I think also the people that talk so much about it i think their confidence level is that low that they have to talk about it so much like well there's stu there's definitely studies that show like uh people who are loud like louder or even more vocal obnoxious about it, yeah yeah like that they're like they probably know the least in the room yeah uh, because and they're, they're trying to make up for it. Yeah, overcompensating yeah they're overcompensating for you know their lack of knowledge know. or whatever it is yeah through just talking and people they think that that's filling the void sure. in their own mind meanwhile in the people who are quote observant and you know understanding of what's going on mm. it's doing the exact opposite right right so if i'm in a group you know i'm like in a group of people and i ask a specific question and i know i know a lot about what i'm asking mm. okay like the the topic 
and someone's just is rambling and rambling, just going in circles about nothing. In my, and they in their mind, they're saying they provided me with an answer yeah. to back off kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, they kind of bullcrapped you, and then right. like, all right, I got. Him. But then, like for me personally, like just to have fun, I reverse it back on them. Like, yeah, put yeah. A, okay, well, well yeah. you know. It's- <laughs> and then the person who I know knows this stuff isn't saying anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not always the case, but it's interesting to see that stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, when am I that person? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, when do I look like that, like, much of a knucklehead? Yeah. That's, I, like, I cringe to think about that. Yeah. Like oh my god! I know I've done it in the past. You know what I mean? Or I'm doing it, sure. and people are realizing like this dude doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's an idiot. Yeah. Move over. Um, that's funny. It is funny. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. That that's that's one of those things where it's like oh god. Uh, w- what's interesting is we're talking about comfort zone, and they're talking about something that they're not comfortable in. Sure. Right. Yeah. But they're just yapping. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying anything, <laughs> just to. Or do you ever hear someone like you ever hear someone say a story that you, about something that happened and you were there and what they're saying is like not true? Like, dude, that's not even what yeah, happened. Like, they're elaborating. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're telling a story. And they're like, right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah, right Jim? I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what happened. And and whatever that means, you know, um, as to I guess acceptance or whatever they're yeah. seeking when they do things yeah. like that. Um, for support trying to make it more comfortable <laughs> that what they're saying is yeah because they know they're bullcrapping yeah. so they're, they're, they need your support to back yeah, them or up. their story stinks and they're like we call it like throwing seasoning on it oh yeah you know what I mean yeah so does comfort kill productivity uh, yeah I think it can it can depends on like your your pace yeah say you're comfortable say you have an assembly line and you're you're putting I don't know you're putting a stamp on and you're putting a stamp on every like two seconds right and then they speed up the belt line all of a sudden it's getting faster and faster you're not comfortable so it can screw up like you're messing what up you're that doing. whole thing yeah. next thing you know you're backed up and it's piling up and piling up like you, can and you get more screw, mess yeah, and your and your 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 product it's not like good quality it's all messed up it's yeah. just yep. a I, 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 my, my I guess my metaphor was that like that I think yeah, if you have if you're comfortable, yeah, become a little lackadaisical in, yeah. in that regard. But I was thinking of like think about you have like a full day of work, eight hours, or if you have like a half a day, like you know you have four hours, so you're like I got to do all this stuff in this amount of time. So you you seem like you get a lot more done in those yes. four hours than you do yeah. in yes. the whole eight hours yeah. when oh you know God. you have oh I you know I can Spread take an out. extra you know whatever just oh <laughs> I have twenty minutes yeah. until lunchtime so I can you know do this and this and blah, blah. but you you know you have a half day you have to leave here so you're getting this, 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 this done. So you, you try to get everything done as quickly as possible. That's, right. that's too funny because that happened to me on Friday. Like Friday I had half a day and I knew I had X, Y, and Z to get done. And I did like X, Y, and Z plus some. And I'm like, dude, I never get this much done on an eight-hour day. I'm like, what yeah. the heck is going on here? Two days work and a half a day. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I say busted myself to get on out of here. And it wasn't like, you know, they, they needed all this extra stuff done. It was like I did I kind of challenged myself yeah. to get extra stuff done so that when I came in today – I didn't have to do what I had to do. Like today was an actually easy morning, yeah, because I left it off that way on Friday. But I mean, this happens a lot with um, jobs or yeah, jobs slash careers that pay for performance. Sure. Yeah. So like, you only get paid for you know how you perform, yeah, or your results or something. 
people are digging it. That's like your classic. I mean, obviously, like you're like an entrepreneur, like me starting this lifestyle brand, me, you know, doing, you know, the podcast, all this other stuff. I'm doing, I'm running circles around my own self when yeah. it comes to other things that I do. Yeah. yeah. I'm not clocking in. I don't stare at the clock and see how long I work today. Like, it, don't look at or think about that. It's yeah. just getting the job done. Yeah. I know it's going to produce a specific result. Right. So I go after it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, it's very interesting. Um, I, I do think it kills productivity, but even worse, I feel like complacency or comfort kills creativity. Sure. You're less, I think you're less creative because the more, you know, the less creative you are, the less you have to think outside the box, mm -hmm. which yeah. means the less comfortable, yeah. sure. um, you know, or uncomfortable you, you, you know, you are. Um, yeah, because definitely if you're doing something different, you're like, oh, I didn't realize I can do this. And like, you kind of expound on stuff that you already weren't thinking about doing. So you kind of like, it stretches you beyond what you already, the idea of what it was initially. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it, there's no, like, okay, so for creativity, the, the, you have to, you have to be thinking outside the box. So already that's outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Because it, it can't be creative if it was a, an old thought. <laughs> sure. That's, that, exactly. That, yeah. that defeats it's the that definition. Creative. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, and sometimes that, just thinking outside the box can create more than, like, multiple different things. Yeah. Like, right. you, you, you didn't realize, like, right now, you're, like, you used to say with the blessed brand, that's that's actually like blown up multiple different things, and it yeah. was just one thing, just thinking outside of the box. Right. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Like what it can lead to. Yeah. Like you're thinking, oh, like this one idea. Okay, this is gonna go X, Y, and Z. And as as we were talking about, quote, the motivation files versus blessed, uh, like the lifestyle brand was one took over the other, and we just kind of went with it. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things. But if I wasn't thinking, quote, creatively. And I was just like, no, just one thing at a time here. Let's just do this. Let's stay. And a very comfort thing because I never did the blessed uh, lifestyle brand before, right? Yeah. But I've done the motivation files before. Yeah. Right? In 2015, I released the first, you know, that first album. So on some level, I already knew what I was somewhat doing. I was just improving yeah. upon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas something else that I took a picture of and all these people were asking me for shirts of i'm like i wasn't ready for this i yeah. didn't know this was going to happen right now i was going to do this eventually kind yeah. of thing like later this year yeah but i was focusing on one project so and the way it panned out i couldn't you, you couldn't okay. map it any better yeah yeah and there's a reason why certain things happen um but if i wasn't thinking creatively and accepting the creativeness so a lot of times we can put away and like, oh, that's such a good idea and just don't, just like whatever. And then all of a sudden on TV, two, three years later, you see that invention came out. You're sure. like, yeah. someone went after that same thought that I yeah. had yeah. in my head three years ago and are doing something with it. Um, and because they're willing to get out of their comfort zone. Sure. Yeah. Right. Um, all right, cool. Is it important to return to your comfort zone? Is the last question. I think it is because it'll it puts you back to neutral, like grounds you kind of. Yeah. Like, so you're not over the top. You're like, damn, I'm keep going, keep going. You can go back, sit back, look at the overview, and kind of go over things, and then take on the next challenge. Yeah. Yeah, was, I think Gabe, you're the one who said it was like it's a, it serves as a purpose of some level of reflection. Yeah, exactly. And I think even to like the um, the comfort zone, like being. Being out of your comfort zone, like obviously, brings a level of stress and anxiety with that too. It's like you can't constantly run on that either. You have to come back to 
a neutral zone where you're not dealing with all that constant stress. Right. Because otherwise you're gonna burn out. Right. And then you're gonna wind up going into the danger zone and, and <laughs> get lost cause. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, cool. So there you have it, folks. We'd like to end our episodes with quotes. And the first one is by Neil Donald Walsh. And he says, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Um, and the second one is by Dan Stevens. The comfort zone is a great enemy to creativity. Moving beyond it necessitates intuition, which in turn configures new perspectives and conquers fears. All right, so there you have it, folks. Comfort zone. In this episode, the crew talks about their comfort level gauge and the results derived from it. We cover topics that range from contentment, happiness, goal attainment, complacency, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Dan Stevens and Neil Donald Walsh. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website jimmyleevelez.com follow the blog if you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com and on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew we wish you massive success and until next time adios the rotated views podcast was produced for self-development purposes thank you for the love and support we truly do hope you enjoyed the views